Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets. And of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days, like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use Staple 20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. my feet up there we go <laughs> we didn't need that you did have it. your feet up i did i was just checking my shoe size man you chilling yeah kicking it we are back old school thanks strick again he's probably just warming up his vehicle hopefully he did hopefully he, he had the, the big coat on yeah yeah he did didn't he he did <laughs> he did he, he didn't play with no cold day, right and then he had the hat on it he didn't the playing with the cold i don't think strick, strick had shades on you don't realize it get dark <laughs> at like five but he was cool he's way, not way there too yet. cool but uh I want to thank Strick for stepping in for for the first hour, old school, Jay Foreman, and Nate Brennan. And we're going to do some picks outside of the Big Ten. Ooh, you want my picks too? Yeah, we're going to go top 25 picks. How about that? All right. Okay, the first one we're going to go. And I Does think that include uh, Big Ten? No. We're, we're, you we're don't want to throw Big Ten there? Or you already did Big you Ten. You did Big you Ten yesterday. Big we're going to go right, right, right. games outside of the Big Ten. Oh, and, the Fever have the number one pick in the WNBA draft. Oh sorry. man, that's awesome! I, I mean, that just—it is awesome. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Fever fan. Come on, you are. Yeah, mm. yeah it's pretty Indy. cool. India, mm. interesting. All right, well, that's, all right. anyways, all right. Sorry. So we're gonna go. The first game I want to go over is this Alabama Mississippi game because this is the first time in a long time that Alabama is playing and not a realistic shot to get into. No. Get, they're they're on the outside looking in, and they need a lot, a lot of help. They need LSU to lose. Yeah, LSU to lose, and then they have to get in there and then obviously you know win the, the SEC, champ, SEC championship. So, And also, they beat the brakes off of Mississippi last year. Is this the year that uh, Lane Kiffin gets one up on old Nick Saban? Doubtful. Come on. Doubtful. And, and Nick Saban said this week, he said, you know, all of the, all of the Alabama struggles falls on him. He mentioned the, the high rate of penalties, which you saw the Texas game and really hasn't been cured. And this is not like a normal Nick Saban team that's usually disciplined. Um, I think also they've struggled with having Bryce Young, such a great quarterback, <coughs> won the Heisman last year and not running the ball. I think they depend way too much on flare screens and trying to get the ball, push it downfield, um, and they don't have any – it doesn't have that consistent continuity that you would like to see from Nick Saban's – or from an Alabama offense. So I think that 
really, really hurt them in the LSU game. But I think they bounced back this week and beat Ole Miss, even though it's on the road. Um, and it's going to be hotty toddy and all that. It's going to be 62 degrees, so it won't Ooh. be, you know, which is going to be a little cooler, which I think if Alabama can uh, bounce back and run the ball a little bit, it'll rest their defense, and their defense has to play really, really well uh, against Mississippi. And you got to think two years ago, uh, Mississippi really brought it to them, so, and they, Alabama got after them, so they were looking forward to it. So they can't afford to stub their toe against uh, Lane Kiffin and crew. So there would be nothing – uh, better or sweeter for Lane, Lane uh, Kiffin to beat uh, Nick Saban. He would be all over Twitter, and who knows? Oh, what, yeah. And who knows what job he would leave leave for? for I that. honestly, though, Jay, I'm looking at the spread at twelve, and I think Alabama covers that easily. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Alabama's going to beat the brakes off. Yeah, they're focused this. and yeah, they're, yeah, they're more than pissed off. The other game, you know, where it's kind of been under the you know the team that's been under the radar all year and their top ten team is is Colorado at USC. Now Colorado's horrible this year. Um, they have, have they, they won yet? They have one win, and they're one and eight. They're on the road at USC. It's not a game that USC, um, you know, will be in. Isn't that tonight? You, you know, yeah, it's tonight. Yeah. What well, is be eight thirty on FS FS one? Uh, USC is is heavily favored. Um, and but it's still a game or USC a team a team that I didn't expect to be this good. I thought they'd be able to score a lot of points. I didn't think they defensively they would be able to kind of compete, but. You know they're eight and one um, in the driver's seat to you know you know complete whatever they want for their season goals. Colorado doesn't oppose a big test, but you know with Jordan Addison coming back after missing two games, Caleb Williams starting to go you know get going, die as their running back. Every it seems like every guy that they got out of the transfer portal is hit. You know as far as them on the offensive side of the ball. USC, it comes down to can they play enough defense to be competitive both in the Pac-12 championship. And if they get into the college football playoff, but tonight will be a good if you if you need a game to watch a little bit late, uh, that that'd be a good game to watch. Uh, we and did, if they want to get in the playoff, they have to smoke Colorado. If they yeah, want any yeah, chance, they can't they can't they, afford to have a, a, a team sleeping. like this. You have to smoke. Smoke, yeah, sixty six to seven, something like that. Because Cal kept it close. Yeah. Cal almost won last week. Yeah, six, you, you it's, it's got to be a bounce back. But yeah. you get Jordan Addison back, so you expect them to right. work out. So right. the other game is Missouri at Tennessee. And uh, you obviously expect Tennessee to, you know, not only bounce back, but to blow Missouri out. Um, Hayden Hooker has been off the charts. Virginia Tech alumni. Yeah. Thanks again. And we're, in the, and we're in the shirt. Oh, so there's good luck then, right? Yeah. Well, it's so twice this week you mentioned it. But, Hayden uh, Hooker. He, and, and Virginia Tech alum. And he got his Mercedes deal this week. You know, at the yeah, he he, he's got his NIL deal. So He uh, knows what's good. He he is probably the the Heisman front runner right now, so he, he needs to I'd finish agree. out the strong finish out the season strong. Obviously, with Tennessee, uh, if they continue to play well in say Georgia or Michigan or Ohio State stubs their toe, say Michigan loses next week to Illinois, and then they lose Ohio State, Tennessee's in there. Well, I think Tennessee's in no matter what because I think somebody well, Michigan and Ohio State have to play each other. Right, but if they but if they're if if Tennessee doesn't continue to play well, if they play too yeah. close against Missouri, yeah, you know they don't have the the brand power to do it. Then the game right here at eleven o'clock after a big win against Alabama at Arkansas. Whoa, Pig Suey Pittman, the coach who I really really like. I know you do. LSU and you're in your in your fighting Brian Kelly Tigers. That's my boy. I told road. you what I tell you. You did. You're right. You're right. I Brian knew. Kelly is, He's is just a, a good really, coach. Is a good coach. He's a very good coach. Yeah, good coach and uh, a lot of talent down there. Can they deal with the success of beating Alabama, the exciting game, then go on the road 
and answer the bell against a game Arkansas team that Why? hasn't played well or played up to their expectations this year. Why is the spread so close? Because it's at Arkansas. That, that, I just saw that, that three that and a half. And that quarterback that, that Arkansas has is not like Bryce. He's a, he's a true dual threat. And Arkansas likes to line up and punch you in the mouth. Alabama could have ran the ball against uh, LSU, chose not to, end up losing the game. So, But I still think LSU will win, but that I think it's going to be a close game. That's weird to me. Three and a half? Yeah, that's pretty much Seventh-ranked team in the country? That's it. It's a pick em. The hook, too, right? Like you say. Well, the like other the game. Oh, I love the hook. Notre Dame. The fighting Marcus Freemans playing at Navy. 17-point favorite, Notre Dame. Let's not even talk about Notre Dame, even though the game's in B-more, one of my favorite places in the world. But uh, oh, really? Notre Dame. Notre Dame should win pretty good. We we got to get to some juicy games, man. Yeah. You know, there's nothing else to say. Notre Dame yeah, should beat the nah, brakes nah, off of them. Six and three, be seven and three. A great rebound though from Marcus Freeman though, because he, he it was always it questionable whether he's going to make it to the end of the year. It was rough. And now they're starting to really play some offense, and that defense is really really talented. It takes time too. It I does mean, it to get used time. to it. Use how to you know be a head coach. We'll skip over to Purdue, Illinois. We covered that yesterday. Vanderbilt at Kentucky. 17-point favorite at home, Kentucky. The supposed number one pick in, Your in the boy draft. Levis. Levis, who puts mayonnaise in his coffee. I'm not – if you got to say that just to get, you know, some, some pub, <laughs> I you're, don't you're, you're never going to be my number one pick because we can't have coffee. No. Yeah, you're, you're, what is what is the deal with him? Like, why why is he so highly touted? Well, I think what the NFL – He's got a big arm. He's got a he's got an arm. He doesn't have a big arm. Like, Josh Allen had a big arm. Andrew Luck had a big, big arm. arm. Yeah, he has an arm, but he's big. He transferred from Penn State. They were really, really good last year. Was you know, he's throwing to Wondell Robinson, who was a second round pick, that put him on the map. Kentucky is always, you know, what you know for them. This is a great, you know, football run for them. He's the quarterback, and the NFL is always looking for that next guy, and they're trying to compare him to Josh Allen. What people don't come on have, now. There's only one Josh Allen. I know. And Josh Allen had Brian Daywall, who's now doing stuff with 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 Daniel Jones, where everything was. Daniel patient. Jones actually looks okay, right? Yeah. But the patience to develop. Yeah. Josh Allen, these guys think he's going to step right in. It's not going to happen, mm-hmm. but he's going to get drafted first round. But I think Kentucky will win. They're a better team, pretty physical too. So, uh, you know, we'll look for those Wildcats. Now, right here is going to be a sneaky good game here. But I think Clemson is Cle- Louisville at Clemson. I think Clemson blows them out. It's only a six and a half point spread, which I think is it tells you where what people really think about Clemson when you watch them, right? Louisville is okay, but cl- on the road, Louisville is only you know only getting six and a half points. I'm telling you right now, if Uyunglele starts, I like Louisville. Uh, well, I think DJU. I, I think but the, the, but the, the kids better. But the freshman. He, he he filled up his huggies last week. Yeah, he so, had a rude awakening. And, but you know what? He'll play better at home. I, I think you go with DJ. I think part of the problem that uh, Clemson ran into last week, they went too too quick away from him. I agree. And you kind of like, oh well, he played well against Syracuse. See, you one little kind of glimpse is not a, a season long thing over a young guy. Also, it's I know Syracuse is having a great season. Notre Dame's down. It's still Syracuse and, and it's, it's Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. It's totally too like, different. Let's, let's and DJ pump been, the brakes. And he had been in that game before. Right. And let's be honest. And let's be honest. Clemson's not as good as they usually are on the outside either. Mm-hmm. And you lost Travis Etienne and you don't have Trevor Lawrence. Right. You have two first-round picks and then, you know, you had um, 
Ross. You had all the guys at wide receiver. They always had first-round receivers. They don't have that yet, or at least they haven't developed into it. So no. it's a different situation uh, for Clemson as a whole, but they got to learn how to deal with it. So the other game, uh, Boston College at NC State. I'm going to tell you what, NC State, they're 7-2 and two, quietly, but they've been a letdown. Because they were top ten in the nation. They almost lost to Virginia Tech. Right. And That's they, when you know you're bad. Well, they went on the road <laughs> to Clemson, and I expected them to win, and they just doo-dooed down their legs. Mm-hmm. And But I think they'll beat Boston College. Well, Devin um, Leary's been hurt. Yeah. But oh, he's been on and off. On and off. But they, they but overall, they, they've you know, over the last few years, they've been a, probably one of the most physical teams in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Good defensive players. Great defense. Right. They aren't that this year. They're not playing as consistent, but I no. think they'll beat Boston College. Now, here's the, probably the most exciting game of the weekend, though. UCF at Tulane. 7-2 and two at 8-1 and one Tulane. You watched Tulane play? I've, twice. I bet on Tulane the other day. I like Hit. Tulane. You know they got I athletes. I like Tulane, too. They're physical. Yeah. And is will we'll, you know, this, this game is going to come down, and this is Tulane by one, so essentially they think UCF is going to win. So this game is going to come down to does Tulane play like how UCF wants to play or do they play like how they want to play? If they play like how Tulane has been playing, they win the game. If they try to get into an AAC, you know, up and down the field and all that stuff, it ain't going to work out too well. Well, this is the other thing, too. And first, I got a reference. Corey Lincoln says the first half of NC State, Virginia Tech was the worst half of Power 5 football I've seen all year. Hey, watch it. That was a great, that was a great defensive battle. Um, this is probably going to decide who gets the New Year's Six berth for the yep. group of five. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be the winner of this game. It's huge because Cincinnati's fell off. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and uh, and also setting you up for the future as well. Are you able when you, if you get this New Year's Six in, invite, are you competitive? Right. Because when we go to twelve, everybody has revisionist history. So there's a lot on this game. Uh, I like Tulane if they play within themselves. If not, then UCF is going to win. Uh, Georgia at Mississippi State. Mississippi State will cause some problems, but Georgia is that team, and Mississippi State's defense was horrible, so bad that Mike Leach took their um, the chairs that they were sitting on because they don't deserve to sit down because they played such horrible defense. Um, so I think Georgia wins, and, and not only wins, wins big, even though um, they're on the road down at Mississippi State, which is a hard place to play. Another really Cowbells. good – Cowbells. Yeah, I know, right? Um, the, another really, really good game on Fox, 6 p.m., Washington at Oregon. 7-2 Washington, exciting um, offense from Washington. Obviously, always has some defensive players. Michael Penix Jr. is out there and lighting it up. Yeah, he looks good. So is Knicks for Oregon. Um, but Oregon, after getting curb stomped by Georgia, has bounced back. They're number six in the nation. They're at home. They play a little bit more of a physical style than Washington. The one thing that I didn't like about Washington, I picked them against UCLA, and they looked horrible when they went out there. And the dude, remember, he – he diced them up and jumped over them. Both of them hit it. They ended up being on Mr. Go 30. So I'm going <laughs> – that's when you know you're bad, right? So I'm going with uh, Oregon at home. Uh, they're favored by almost two touchdowns. This game right here, Kansas State at Baylor. Baylor's favored. Who's going to start at quarterback for Kansas State? Is it Adrian or not? Baylor's favored. Kansas State er, – Baylor's favored. Kansas State is ranked on the road. Who do you got? Baylor. Baylor. I, I, I'm – I'm not buying Kansas State. They, I, I mean, they beat the hell out of Oklahoma yeah. State, but other than that, I mean, they're just so inconsistent. They are. They're so. They are. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate because That's they, nice. you know, they, Martinez, as right? much as they looked really, really good at times, even when they played at TCU, and then obviously when they beat Oklahoma, Baylor, I think, 
even though Baylor, I think, has not reached the expectations this year, they put a little bit more emphasis on defense. But it's only, Baylor's only favored by two and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if Kansas State wins. It'd that be that game. Kansas State just comes out of nowhere. Right. But this is the game right here. The, this game right here is a prove-it game. I TCU finally has gotten ranked in the top four. Right. So you complained about it for a couple weeks. Texas, I did complain about it. Rightfully right. so. so. Right? You got your wish. I did. That's your team. TCU is on the road that down in Austin. Team. Did the coaches and the players take go down a day early and hang out on 6th Street? Now, this is a bigger game, I think, for Texas. Are you for real? You got them at home. The last team that you that was ranked this high was Alabama. You let it go. Are you for real? Because they've been they, – look, they played Alabama close, then they go down to Texas Tech and get beat, and then they bounce back. Is Texas for real? Is TCU for real? It, I was about – is TCU for real? Well, TCU is showing they're for real. They're showing are that you, they – Are you playoff for real, though? This is where you find out if this they're is it. playoff and, for and real. And this isn't about being sexy because Texas is favored by seven and a half points. Which is crazy to me. It is. That's ridiculous. It, and they have three losses. So that lets you know really what people think about you, TCU. If you ain't motivated for this game, you ain't never. But here's what I right. like. I think it's going to be a battle of the quarterbacks. Duggan against Ewers. I like Duggan. He's having a really good year. But if if TCU does not come out and stop the run very, very well at the beginning, Texas will win. Is this game day? I don't even know. I don't know either. Maybe because it's on oh, ABC. Oh, text line. The other game, there's a lot of games. North Carolina at Wake Forest. This is going to be a score fest. North Carolina's ranked. Wake Forest has just got Take their quarterback. The over. Yeah, this is good. The over over under is seventy eight. They this might. I'd still they, take the over. It was like what was it seventy one to sixty nine against App State. It was going to be the same thing. Seventy eight. That's if, insane. If you if you want to see some good offense, Hartman and Wake Forest and their their skill position guys are next level. And Drake May, yeah. he might be the number one overall pick here right. in a couple of years. Yeah, I wouldn't so be surprised. You're you're gonna have some really good offensive skill players. So th- this is gonna be an exciting game if you like to see guys running up and down the down the field. But Wake Forest is favored by four points, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Wake Forest. I'm gonna go North Carolina. I like Wake Forest because I think they're better coach overall, and I think the fact that App State scored that many points against you, North Carolina, you are just—it's a recipe for disaster. I think when North Carolina wins the ACC and only has one loss, they're going to be in the playoff discussion. I don't think they'll get in, but I think yeah. they're going to be a part of that discussion. But they always have that 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 bad game with App State. But that's—I mean, like if they go in and they win the ACC with only one loss, they have mm. to be. Yeah, and no one has talked about yeah. them all season. They're but just they very like, quietly eight and one. They got to get Quiet. past this game. They do. Yeah. Quietly. Florida State at Syracuse. Mm. Florida State's favored by eight points on the road mm. up in Syracuse. In the Dome. Syracuse has been playing like garbage the last few weeks. I think after that Clemson game, they haven't recovered. Yeah, no, they haven't. Florida State destroyed Miami. Mm. <laughs> Embarrassed them. I mean, Did Florida, not hold back. Yeah. It felt like two losses for Miami. Can they deal with success, which is – ultra success after you embarrass Miami like that and go on the road and play at a hard place to play, I'm going Syracuse. I'm going Syracuse to get it right. I'm going to go Syracuse. Any co- I like Dino Babers. Any coach that still smokes cigarettes at halftime, you got to go for him. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, that, that, that's on GP. That's the right. other game is Stanford at Utah. I'm going to go with DP's favorite, Utah. Yeah, They're favored by 24. No reason wild. to go on that. Even though this has been a down couple years for David Shaw, man. This is not what I'm used to nah, seeing, man. Yeah, I don't know what the deal good. is. Greg, you better put some more money in his recruiting prowess or get those uh, academic expectations lowered. (laughs) (laughs) And there's the late game. At the Rose Bowl, Arizona 
at UCLA. Yes. UCLA, big. I'm going to tell you what. When Scott Frost said that he wanted to come in and have a physical brand of football, you know, and people were taking his word to be kind of like almost Ohio State, the guy that's done it, that was his mentor, is Chip Kelly. Yeah. If you watch UCLA and their offensive line, they straight get after it. They get after it. So that's what really Scott Frost wanted to do. UCLA, big over Arizona. I agree. Game day is also in Austin. Thank you, oh, There you go. Well, maybe we should have went down there and we should have done on-site over there. So, Ooh. well, that's my picks. Top 25 picks for all you betters going in. Get your last little bets in. Make you a little money for uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday. If you listen to me, you definitely win. Uh, we are going to break, and then we'll end the show. We'll be back in about six minutes. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.